TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. District Attorney John Flynn. John, good morning. Good morning, Joe. How are you? Doing well this morning. Uh, uh, John, where do you do you stand right now when it comes to the reformed uh, bail here in New York State? Well, the legislature and the governor made some changes in April that I applauded, quite frankly. They they recognized that the original law that they passed back in 2020, um, you know, went too far, I think. And so they pulled back a little bit and they implemented some things that I thought was helpful. You know, for the first time in New York State, we now have the ability, judges mainly, have the ability to factor in uh, whether or not the uh, accused uh, is going to commit serious harm to others. Now, there, there, there's a debate going on back and forth now about whether serious harm is far enough. Uh, some people want to have a, uh, a dangerousness standard, which could be interpreted more broadly than serious harm. But I think serious harm was a start. Uh, I personally would like to see uh, a dangerousness standard in there because I think that that does encompass more individuals and, and can, you know, put people, you know, or keep people behind bars who are going to do a, a danger to society. So I think that there needs to be more changes. I applaud the changes that were made this past April, but I think we need to go further. Are you noticing people still getting out uh, easier than they did pre-reform? And what are some examples that we may have seen locally? Absolutely. Uh, the, the, the biggest area that I'm seeing individuals getting out uh, are on gun cases. You know, as, as we all know, over the course of the past two years here, we've seen a dramatic increase in the rise uh, in violent crime, particularly gun-related violent crime. And what, what I have seen since 2020 when the bail reform uh, was enacted is more and more individuals are getting out on gun possession charges. Now, to be fair, th- those who are charged with homicides and those who are charged with uh, shootings, th- they are being kept in custody. It- it's the individuals who are getting caught for simple gun possession cases that I am now seeing getting out easier and easier. And, you know, listen here, obviously they have been, they have been charged with you know, shooting the weapon or hurting someone, but individuals who carry weapons, obviously, in my opinion, especially illegally, you know, have the ability to use those weapons. I mean, what's the point of illegally carrying a gun around for if you're not going to use it? So I, I think that, you know, the, the, the individual who gets caught with the simple gun possession, that that person 
needs to be looked at very carefully, and bail needs to be set a lot higher than I'm seeing over the course of the past two years. Are we seeing anything for repeat offenders? So say someone gets out um, with a gun charge and now is booked again on that same charge. Is there anything in the in the law that it's now the bail can be raised higher because they're a repeat offender before even showing up to court? Well, they, get, they, they can be held now. I mean, so, uh, you know, in, in the changes that were made this past April, uh, it, it did make it easier on judges and on me to argue for an individual who was previously arrested on a crime, they were let out uh, uh, on that original crime, and then they committed a second crime while that first one is still pending. So the, the new enactments in April made it a little bit easier for us to, to now put bail on that second person, uh, on that second offense. Uh, you know, basically we can go back to the first offense and put bail on that first offense. Uh, but, you know, I'm still seeing individuals, though, uh, you know, still, you know, getting out. Uh, and, and I'm all, what, 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 one, one area, Joe, that hasn't been changed is the individual who doesn't come to court. Uh, you know, we, we have seen in the course of the past two years individuals who don't come to court just, you know, keep getting second, third, fourth, fifth chances, uh, you know, are not showing up. Uh, and, and then, you know, it's just a waste of everyone's time, taxpayer dollars, having to track these people down to get them to come back to the court. Nothing's been done about that in the course of the past two years. And I, I would definitely like to see something on that as well. So if someone doesn't show up to court, they got out um, of holding pretty easily, uh, they don't show up to court, can you then hold them until they do have a hearing or – it has it, can they just go along and as you said oh well you know you didn't come this date so come this next time or is there a way that hey you miss court you're going to sit in jail until you have your hearing they, they automatically get a second chance joe so i mean so the, you know if, if someone so, someone gets arrested say you know tomorrow on august 1st their uh their next court date is say august 15th they don't show up uh automatically on august 15th the judge is going to give them a second chance to come back to court. Now the judge now adjourns it to say August 20th. August 20th comes now. They don't come back to court. Now they've missed twice now. I can make an argument at that point, you know, judge, the, the, the defendant now has missed court twice now, and I can ask for uh, a warrant to be issued for that person. But, Joe, to be honest with you, I'm not seeing it done. Uh, the defense lawyer is going to say, you know, judge, um, I've talked to my client. He had a transportation problem here. He had a medical appointment here. But listen here, Joe, which I understand. And I, I'm, not, I'm not trying to be a jerk here, okay? I, I understand things happen. People have problems getting rides. People have, you know, medical appointments come up and things come up. But, you know, after three or four times, you know, I, I'm not going to listen to BS anymore, quite frankly, all right? And, and, and after three or four times, you know, uh, I'm asking for bench warrants, but it, it's up to the judge. And if the judge wants to wants to listen to their song and dance, the defense lawyer, a lot of times they do that. But sometimes I, I do get the bench warrant. But what we need, though, is that we you know we need to have much more uh, uh, stricter guidelines. I think put in the system uh, where we can you know hold people accountable. Again, be flexible. Realize people have transportation problems and medical appointments that come up and people get sick and they test positive for COVID. 
I understand all that, but we know we, we definitely need more, uh, I think, guidelines in the system written in to hold people accountable. How does that differ uh, from before the uh, bail reform of 2020? How many court cases would you say were missed then compared to now? Are you seeing, is it a lot more, you know, 50% more than was before the bail reform? Well, people were still missing court before bail reform. Uh, there, there's no doubt about that. But what, what happened, though, before bail reform, uh, you know, if, if they didn't come to court on the first time, you know, we were asking for a bench warrant. Uh, you know, again, unless the uh, a lawyer for the person came in or a family member came in and said, hey, the guy, you know, the guy or girl, you know, got, got, got sent to the hospital or the lawyer came in and said, hey, I just talked to my client and they had a transportation problem. Judge, can I get an adjournment for another week? And in that case, obviously, you know, I told my lawyers, be reasonable, be flexible. But if, there, if someone just didn't show up with no excuse, no one called in, no text in, we were asking for a bench warrant um, after that first no-show. And we, we, we were getting a 9 out of 10 times. So that's the main difference. P- people were still missing court before bail reform, but our ability to ask for a bench warrant and to get that person brought back into court and then held until their next court appearance was much easier pre-bail reform. I want your reaction to this. We had Majority Leader Crystal Peoples uh, Stokes on at 1030, and I asked her about bail reform, and she pointed to the charges from the DA's office. Now, she pointed to an example in Monroe County saying that the individual uh, was not charged properly. Um, Do you see that as a problem? Uh, Maybe not here in in, in Erie County, but throughout uh, New York State. Does she have a point there? You know, I'm not aware of that, Joe. Um, You know, I I don't know what case she's referring to in Monroe County, so I I don't have the facts, you know, uh, of that case. I can tell you, though, here uh, in Erie County, uh, we are not not seeing that. I mean, if a a law enforcement agency, you know, files uh, the wrong charge, you know, my office is going to get that file the next morning, the next day, and and we're going to see – the facts of what happened, and we're, we're going to be able to go in and, uh, you know, uh, reamend or refile the charges uh, and then, you know, potentially ask for bail if appropriate. But, again, our, our law enforcement agencies here in, in Erie County uh, are top-notch, and, and they, they, they don't mess up the charges, you know, that much. I mean, obviously, everyone makes mistakes. My office makes mistakes, for God's sake. We all make mistakes. But, you know, I, I, I see that very rarely, and I, I, I have – in two years, it has never come to my attention that an individual was charged on a non-qualifying offense. It was a mistake, and it should have been a qualifying offense, and then we had to go back and fix it. It, it may have happened, Joe, but it hasn't been brought to my attention. Uh, do you plan, you are, with other district attorneys throughout New York State, to uh, make uh, another push in Albany uh, for uh, you know looking at these again? As you said, in, in April, there some of these were, um, it was changed for the better, but still a lot of work to do. Do you, do you uh, see yourself going to Albany to uh, you know, say, hey, this needs to be looked at again, you know, pushing for it with examples of what's going on here in uh, Erie County? Absolutely. Um, you know, we, we've done it every year. We you know we, we, we did it in 2021. We did it in 2022 uh, and we'll do it in 2023. You know, absolutely. I, uh, um, you know, I, I have the benefit of being the president elect of our state DA association. So, you know, I'm in Albany a lot. Uh, I'll be in Albany a lot uh, this, uh, this winter. 
uh, asking for changes. Uh, and again, I, I'm, you know, a lot of people on the, you know, who are, who made these laws back in 2020, you know, just look at me and other others in law enforcement as being kind of Wendy Winers. All right. You know, I'm not being a Wendy Winer. I, I'm, I'm not, and I don't want to blow the whole system up either. I, I'm not, I'm not asking for that. And, and those who say that are, 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 are just saying that, uh, as a red herring, all right? It's just not true. It's it's factually inaccurate. I have never advocated for the blow up of the entire bail reform system. I've only asked for some changes, some minor tweaks to make it better and to make Erie County and New York State safer. That's all I care about. And so I'm going to go back in April, uh, next April and, and before then, uh, and ask for some tweaks, ask for some changes, uh, and those on the other side who want to paint me um, as someone who want to blow the whole system up, uh, I'm not going to stand for that. I'm going to get back in their face and tell them, no, you're wrong. Uh, don't, don't say that about me because uh, it's not true, uh, and I'm going to fight back uh, and, and make changes that, that we need in Erie County in New York State uh, to make our citizens safer. John, you mentioned the, you're the president of the National District Attorneys Association. Uh, you were voted that last year, and you you uh, took the gavel on July 18th. Am I, is that correct? That's correct. Yes, that's correct. And my, my, my very first, uh, uh, I'm actually sitting here in the uh, Detroit airport waiting for a connection flight here. My, uh, my very first uh, 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 a speech, uh, an event as a president, I'm going down to Houston for the uh, uh, National Black Prosecutors Association. Uh, to give them a speech and speak to them, uh, and so um, it, it, yeah, it's a great honor, uh, and it not, not not only for me is it is it an honor, but it's a great honor for Erie County and New York State, quite frankly, to have one of our own in New York State and and, and our own Erie County DA uh, as as the president of the National District Attorneys Association, uh, and so I, I'm very proud of that, uh, and quite frankly, Erie County should be proud of that too. I agree. My final question, you know, now that you're that you're 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 going to Houston, you've been talking with other DAs. Uh, do you see these issues that we're having in New York State happening in other, or hear them happening in any other state? Well, New York State was the first one to uh, to enact like the significant uh, bail reform legislation. There are other states now out there uh, that are thinking about enacting uh, some of the rules and regulations that we did. Uh, and so I am educating uh, other DAs across the country in those states that, you know, hey, he, he, here are the pitfalls. He, here, here are the problems uh, that, uh, that were created in our state. Uh, and, and again, the, the, the main problem is that, you know, you have to, I tell these DAs across the country, you have to do what you can to get a seat at the table. Because that's the biggest thing that happened here, Joe, in New York State, is that district attorneys and law enforcement did not get a seat at the table back in 2019 when this law was enacted. The, the, the reality is, is that the criminal defense bar uh, and the social justice advocates, they took up all the seats at the table. Uh, we were sitting at the kitty table on Thanksgiving um, and had no say at all. And, and that's what I implore upon DAs across the country is that, hey, if your state is enacting bail reform, you need to do what you can to get a seat at the table because we didn't do a good enough job in that. Uh, and and that, that, that's a lesson that needs to be learned here. District Attorney John Flynn, always a pleasure uh, chatting with you. Safe travels to Houston, and we'll talk soon. Thanks, Joe. Have a good day, buddy. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. 
news. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's better over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.